Hey, this is your girl, Danielle Marie, and you are tuned in to Moments With Me. Thank you so much for joining today. Today, we are talking to our single ladies, the women of God out there who are really pursuing purity, focusing on the things of God, and just wanting to please the Lord in all of your ways. And while you're waiting, you are making a conscious choice to do the things that the Lord has called you. And so thank you for tuning in today. Today I'm on the line with my girlfriend, LaDasia. LaDasia, why don't you just say hey? Hey, y'all. Hey. <laughs> hey, sis. <laughs> thank you so much for being on the line today. We're going to talk to our sisters. We're going to encourage them. We're going to allow the Lord to have his way. I know you've been praying. I've been praying. And I'm just excited to see what the Lord is doing in this season. You know, oftentimes the enemy will try to cause us to feel like we are isolated or that we are on an Mm -hmm. island and you know with this social distance that we have to put in place so that everyone is safe it can really make especially single women of course all people but particularly Mm -hmm. I feel like for single women especially if you are like myself and I believe you without children um it's just us at our homes you know I don't live I live alone I have no children Mm -hmm. I have a, a dog and the enemy can really try to play on that isolation and that feeling of You're lonely. And so I just wanted to encourage the women of God today. And so I thank you for your willingness to come on and to to share whatever the Lord puts in your heart and to be transparent. And, you know, listeners, I want you to know that uh, LaDaisha and I have actually never met. We um, have been following each other on social media for a little while. And I think that's so awesome because it doesn't require us to physically meet someone to be connected to them. And I think a lot of times people feel like, oh, I got to connect and I got to check you out. And yes, that's true in some cases, but there are other times like this where the Lord can bring kindred spirits together. And so Mm -hmm. I'm thankful for that, sister. I know that you are a life coach. You're a social worker. I'm a social worker. And we're just women (laughs) that are just focusing on doing the things of God. So why don't you just come in and tell us about you, uh, what you're working on at this time. Just tell us a little bit about you so that everyone and get a chance to know you absolutely well I want to first thank you again for this opportunity I am just honored and blessed to be a part of this podcast but as you mentioned before my name is Ladeja Jackson I am a Battle Creek native and I like to say that I am a social worker by day and outside of my nine to five I am also a life coach an entrepreneur and mental health advocate And so right now, especially with the coronavirus and everything going on, I am working overtime as a social worker, just making sure that my clients are getting their medication, scheduling like my therapy appointments and making sure that all of my documents and things are up to date. And then outside of that, I am working on my life coaching business and programs. And so as a life coach, I help millennial women of faith boost their confidence and maintain their mental wellness for everyday life and entrepreneurship. So those are kind of some of the things that I'm doing right now why I'm stuck in the house and self-quarantining and all of those things. So, yeah, I love that. And, you know, and it sounds like you have lots of things to keep you going and keep you, yes. keep you busy and keep you productive. <laughs> Although, isn't it interesting that even with all of these assignments and tasks that we have to do, there's still something about the time that makes us kind of want to be a little lazy or lounge around a little bit more. And if we're not intentional about how to use our time the whole day can just be wasted away doing nothing and so absolutely (laughs) like yesterday I was like oh my god it's 4 p.m like I've watched so many movies I'm like I've done so much cleaning I'm like I have to be productive and like you said you have to be intentional and it's all about how bad you want it at the end of the day Absolutely. And I, I love that. And so we're going to just talk to, 
talk a little bit about that. Intentionality, I think, is key, especially as a single woman, because mm -hmm. we have to know that the enemy, he has traps and he has snares that are set for us everywhere. And if we are walking around with blinders on, then we mm -hmm. are going to fall into a ditch. And that can be, you know, the ditch of boredom. I, I know yes. for me personally, when I have become bored, that's when I tend to become more aware that I am alone. Mm -hmm. And those are yeah. the times when I become more, I have those feelings of like, dang, I just want to be with somebody. I just want to, and I just like, not with any old, not with a girl. Let's just be clear. Right. Like, I want to, yeah. I want to connect with a man and you know, your mind will tell you, I just want to watch a movie together. Um, mm -hmm. And we have to be aware, you know, actually in a, about an hour, my, my close girlfriends are going to be coming over. We are self-quarantining together because we want to be intentional about mm -hmm. being aware of the enemy and his plots and his plans. And so during this time, too much time alone can cause you to feel mm -hmm. like you just want somebody to hold on to or somebody. Anybody. To anybody. And it's like, no. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and so, so why don't you just tell us a little bit about the, the challenges that you um, have experienced as a single woman and the joys, um, not just from this quarantine, but even especially during this time, I mean, I think there's a lot of mental things that are happening and you being a mental absolutely. advocate, you, I definitely love to have you share some of those challenges that you've been facing and then also counter that with some tips on how to overcome some of those barriers. Absolutely. And so I always like to start with the joy um, th of things, especially being a single woman. And like I said, this is all new to me. I've been single probably since the last year. So I'm still learning more and more about myself every day but one of the biggest joys that I've got out of all this and you kind of touched on it a little bit was like the self-love and self-awareness that I have for myself um I think being self-aware knowing your triggers knowing mm -hmm. um things that trigger you or things where you may fall short in like certain areas like when I'm bored like people from my past may contact me and it's you have to be self-aware and know that this is not what I want. So Lord, help me in this area. I'm not strong enough in this area. So just being honest with yourself and then understanding again, that it's okay to be alone. We have to understand that it's okay to be alone for this season. Like even though God created us to be with another person in this season and where I am right now, it's okay. And so we have to learn how to grow where we're planted like we're planted in this single state for a reason so how do we grow how do we be better um and be all that God has called us to be not only for ourselves but for this other person that we desire to be with so badly um and some of the challenges that I've experienced and this was something that was for me personally is I had a lot of couple friends and so I had to take myself out of those situations because I had to realize this is my reality and I would be I would start to become bitter or jealous when I hung out with my couple's friends and I'm like, oh, I just wish I had somebody with me. And so I had to have conversations with my friends like, you know, right now in this space, I'm not able to hang out or do or be like a third wheel because I just can't do yeah, it. Yeah, I'm feeling it's some too kind much, of way. It's too heavy. Yeah, and it's like, it's nothing against you guys. It's kind of just where I am. And so I had to be honest about that and then some other challenges is like you said just connecting with people from my past or connecting with people that no longer serve a purpose in my life but I become bored or anxious or overwhelmed that it's just like I just need somebody and then you can fall victim in those areas and then regret it, regret it later and so for me some things that I've done to kind of overcome that or be intentional about that is I love to go to the gym and exercise you know, and meditate and kind of stay grounded. And I'm big on 
self-affirmations and just staying grounded and feeding my soul because those are things you have to do especially now we're trapped in the house there's not really much we can do so you have to have a hobby or different things that you can do around the house to kind of keep yourself grounded keep your mind focused on the lord and just um ideally just love yourself more and more each day i love it so share a few of your affirmations what are some of the things that you uh that you tell yourself to affirm who you are Oh, I have a right. I'm looking in my room. So the first one is I trust God. And that's my favorite one because at the end of the day, I have to trust God with everything in me. And then it's I love myself. I have faith that God is working it out for me. I am receptive to positive people and positive influences. I am worthy. And then my last one for this week is I will not compare my my journey to others. I love that. Oh, that's so good because comparison, mm-hmm. it really does. Comparison it kills. We know that's a song uh, that Jonathan McReynolds, he's on Comparison Kills. But it is so real because we can have the tendency to look at someone else's life and say, well, why don't I have this? Or why didn't I get this in this time? And then before we know it, we are becoming resentful of what the mm-hmm. Lord has given someone else, not knowing that he's also given them a measure of grace for that. And that was for right. their season. And had we been given that we may not have had the same level of grace for it if we stepped into it too mm-hmm. prematurely. And so I absolutely, absolutely love that. And I love um, what you shared about realizing that some people no longer serve a purpose in our lives, as well as the mm-hmm. fact that you said, be aware of those who would try to come up from your past. You know, there's something mm-hmm. about a person who's very familiar to us, especially as a single woman uh, and as people in general. But I know today we're talking to single women those that are familiar to us, our guards will be lower. Our defenses will mm-hmm. be lower. And so that's when the enemy can really, he can he can jab us. He can hit us with an uppercut and a one-two. Absolutely. Because we're not mm-hmm. as alert. You know, if a stranger comes up to you and they like trying to, you know, spit game, you're like, nah, bro, I'm good. But yeah, I'm good. Your guard is yeah, instantly, instantly up. It's like, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know you like that. Like, hold up, who are you? But when it's someone who you knew, especially if things didn't end on an abrupt term or maybe you just lost right. um, connect and someone's just calling you to, to just say, hey, or like, hey, I just want to link up or whatever. And they mm-hmm. may or may not have ill will intentions. We don't know. But you have to be aware of your own triggers and what's going on with you. And I think it's Absolutely. important, too, for me to say this for me, honestly, first and anyone else who can identify with it, that you don't owe everyone an explanation of why mm-hmm. you didn't respond. And mm-hmm. that is important because I, like I said, I'm also a social worker and I think just with good uh, good care, you know, we, we like to respond to our clients, we like to advocate and we like to be responsive, we like to follow up, follow through. But when it comes to your personal life, ladies, I think it's important to recognize and to understand that not everyone, you don't owe everyone an explanation. You don't have to respond to every call, every DM, every text or every invite. It, I used to think it was very rude to not say anything. Mm-hmm. and while I do go back and forth, I'm being honest with myself because I do feel like it's rude. If someone sends you a message or they say something, it's like, I don't want to just be rude out here. Like, I don't want to just say nothing. Right. <laughs> but you have to recognize that if you open the door of saying something, you've opened the door. And the Bible tells us not to give the enemy any place. And so mm-hmm. making sure that you're aware of where you are, ladies, I think is extremely important so that you're not opening the door and giving room to the enemy. And if that person whether it was a person from your past or a present person, if they have reached out to you and you don't respond in a a manner that they thought was appropriate, when you reach back out to them, if you feel led, they will likely understand if they have the right intentions or the right motives. Should should you let an explanation? And if you don't, just keep it moving. So I thought that was um, 
important and necessary this year because that I is going to happen. That's yeah. that is happening. Let's be real. That is happening mm-hmm. already. It's happening now, happening right yes. now. And I want us to have this call <laughs> yes. to be real and to talk about some of the things mm-hmm. and some of the challenges. It's real to have some of those sexual desires, some of those sexual urges, especially if you have been sexually mm-hmm. involved before, ladies. So this is not the time to try to you know think you go Netflix and chill and just cuddle. Like no, right. the the, <laughs> the body it goes it gets ready, and so we want to make sure that we are safeguarding our hearts and that we are truly live presenting our bodies as a living sacrifice holy and acceptable unto the lord and the last thing i want to touch on that you said before we move on to our next uh topic of discussion is watching who you're hanging out with now granted your couple friends they are that's good they're probably good people of god you know they they mean well but they're not in the same space that you're in and so and it's important Mm -hmm. that we are surrounding ourselves in this time with our squad of people that are mm-hmm. in the same space and that are are in the same place, right. the same space and same place. And so, you know, even like I said today, my girlfriends are coming over for a Taco Saturday or what's today Sunday, Taco Sunday, and we're just gonna hang <laughs> out together because these are my single close friends. The rest of my sisters and my close friends, they're all married with children, but I have a mm-hmm. handful of friends that were single, and it's important, ladies, to connect with women who are in the same space and in the same place as you Absolutely. because we can identify mm-hmm. with one another. And we can not only pray for each other, but we'll also keep each other accountable and we'll be able to sharpen each other. And I think that's important. So if you are out there and you're listening and you feel like you don't have any friends, you don't have a, a network of people, you don't have a squad, you don't have anyone, I want you to know that you have us. You have Ladeja, you have me, yes. and we would love to connect with you. So just real quick, why don't you tell them how they can connect with you on your social handles or where can they find you so they can connect with you right now? Absolutely. You guys can follow me on Facebook at Ladeja Jackson. Ladeja is L-A-D-A-J-A-H Jackson. And you can also follow me on Instagram. And my business page on Facebook and Instagram is All Things Restored. Oh, I like it. Awesome. I'll be sure to follow you on there, too. I'm not sure we're Instagram friends yes. yet. So. And, of course, you guys know you can oh, follow yeah. me at Danielle <laughs> Marie. My name is spelled D-A-N-I-E-L-L-I-E. Marie so you can follow me there and so we're going to jump right back in so so let's talk about some of the tips that you have for being a successful single woman I know that you said you are recently single single now just to clarify does that mean you're out of a relationship or were you married just so that I'm clear I was out of a relationship yep I was in a three-year relationship and it ended yep a last year this month so okay (laughs) all right well actually pretty similar to me too um a four year seven month and it ended a year ago in April and so wow that's definitely that same space so we'll have to definitely connect more yeah. it is amazing that we have that uh again you guys we've never met I've never met Ladeja in person I know it's so amazing <laughs> and just to have that kindred just to feel like we're connected and so I definitely would love to absolutely stay connected with you and hey if you're not doing anything a little bit you can come over for Taco Sunday too <laughs> I was thinking that I was yes. like, well, I can come you over can that. girl you can come <laughs> over so what are some tips that you have for being a successful single woman and I know that was not an easy transition but hey we are overcomers look at that we made it we're Yay. here and we pray that the Lord is doing a great work in those men's lives as well we want them to be blessed and the Lord said do what he's doing in their lives as well in Jesus name but give us some tips on how we can be successful in our single season Absolutely. So I did come up with five tips for today. So my first tip was simply trust God. I kind of touched on that earlier in um, in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. It says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not into your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct our paths. And this simply sets the foundation that regardless if we're single, 
if we're in a relationship and anything we do, we have to simply trust mm-hmm. God. And so that was my first one. That's one I kind of stand on in every area, every situation in my life. Um, the second one is simply forgiveness. And we know that in Matthew 6 and 14, it says that you forgive men and their trespasses that our heavenly father will forgive us. And we know that we constantly do things and we ask God to forgive us. So who are we not to forgive others, regardless if you were the victim, if your partner or whoever was the victim, you have to forgive because ladies, we can't be walking around here bitter, you know, comparing ourselves, jealous. So we want to be whole and we want to be better for whoever the Lord has for us. So forgiveness is simply something that I had to solely work on like all the time because I was, I was the victim for so long and it's like, okay, well, what now? What are we going to do now? Because I can't be the victim forever, you know? And so um, being able to forgive and allowing others to forgive you is something that will simply help us in this single stage and to move forward. Um, the third one I had was to stand bold in your confidence and just love who you are. Don't dim your light because something didn't work out. Continue to be you. Continue to love yourself. Continue to be all that God has called you to be and know that whoever God has for you is not going to pass yes. you by. And don't don't dim your light. Don't sell yourself short, but continue to be you. Continue to, you know, stay grounded, love yourself and be everything so that you can be everything for someone else. Um, my fourth one is find a hobby or a side hustle. Ladies, this is the time. If you don't have a side hustle, you don't have a hobby. Listen, this is the time because we focus, as women, we focus so much on living someone else's life or being nurturers and providers for other people. But this is the time, especially in our singleness, to do that for ourselves. Find something that you love. Um, and if it's that great, make it into a side hustle. Make some money off of it so that you have all these things um, and you're not solely just focused on a man or focused on being married in this future life, but focus on the now and live in that. And then my last one, this was a big one for me, is positive self-talk. A lot of times we talk ourselves out of things and we know that life and death lies in the power of our tongue. And we walk around saying, oh, I'm not worthy. I'm never going to be married. Like, that's just not for me. And those words carry weight. So start speaking those positive things into your life. Like, yes, I'm a curse breaker. I am a wife. I'm a mother. I'm a protector. I'm a healer. You know, I'm debt free. I'm delivered. Like, everything that happened in my past will not haunt me. Like, I'm going to be everything that the, that the Lord has called me to be. And so those are just five tips that I kind of live by and stand on. I love that. Um, especially during my singleness right now. I love that. And, you know, one of the things that the Lord has posed within me that I continue to ask others is, what you doing while you wait? You know, and I know that's not proper. It's mm. not proper to say what you, but that's how he gave it to me. Cause I guess that's the kind of relationship. Yeah. Have, but if any of you need me to clarify, it's what are you doing while you wait? But I like to say it just like <laughs> I got it, which is what you're doing. Like what you're doing while you wait. And, and I think it's so important mm-hmm. that we are focusing on becoming our absolute best selves for the Lord and that we are being available Absolutely. to wait on him and to serve him and to serve our community and to serve our families. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with being in a relationship and there's some people that may be listening today and you are in a relationship you're not married but you still identify as single because you're unmarried but you're in a relationship and then there are some Mm -hmm. of us like me who are single again divorced and looking to be married again and there's some people that are just single and they're like I don't know if I ever want to mingle or be married at all and that's totally (laughs) cool but the reality is that we all have an assignment the Lord has given us all something that we can do and I believe that he wants us to do it and to do it 
with our absolute, all of our might, with our best um, intentions, with everything that we can. He wants us to, he wants us to give him our best. So what are you doing right now? You're why you're waiting. And so since I just want to ask you, you know, what are some of the things that you're doing to become the best person for what God has for you in the future, whether it be future in your, as an executive in your career, as a wife, as a mom, what are some practical things that you are doing right now to become who you believe God is calling and cultivating you to be? Well, one of the first ones, and this is hard and it's really a lot easier said than done, but it's simply just obedience. I'm trying to be more intentional about being obedient because we know that when we obey that we have clarity and a lot of times when we don't obey then we're living a life in confusion and I feel like I've lived a lot of years in confusion like granted I'm 25 years old but I've been in confusion a lot of these times even in my relationship there's a lot of things I was confused about but when you obedient you're in your word and you're praying and asking God for revelation and that's simply to reveal his plans for you, then he will send you those things and you're like, okay, so me doing this, this is in alignment with what the Lord has for me. And so I'm just trying to be obedient in every area. Um, and some other things that I'm doing is just enjoying my life and trusting the process. And that means I'm spending time with my girls. I'm reading books. Um, one of the main books that I've been reading lately, lately is the power of a praying woman. Like women, we have to pray. We have to, like, we can't sell ourselves short in that area. Like the Lord is waiting to hear from us. And so this book really shows us how to be a woman of prayer, a woman of courage and a woman of influence. Um, and then for me, I'm big on my business. I'm big on mental health and social work. So I'm just constantly growing in that area, whether I'm volunteering whether I'm joining some type of club and I just challenge you all to get on a event right connect with other women like they have a lot of free events on there connect with other people that are doing some of the same things that you're doing um go to yoga do some meditation and things like that and then connect with your church family and this is so big but I can't stress it enough build a relationship with your pastor like because your pastor is someone who can go to war for you and with you. He can pour into you and just make fam- make connections within that church family. Because I think that's something that's underrated, but it's so powerful. And it really has helped me in this past year, like tremendously. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, so all those tips were absolutely great. And you know, some of the other things, you ladies, ladies that I find myself doing is um, is cooking more. Like I said, I, when Ladeja and I when we first were preparing for this call, was finishing up the chicken for the tacos so you know it's like just trying new things I desire to be able to Mm -hmm. take care of my family and to feed them and so it's great now (laughs) that if you're while we're single this is a great time to start trying out recipes on your girls like my chicken tacos listen they come in high demand like people are like when are you making chicken tacos again and so I, I love that because before my family never even thought I could cook I don't even know that I knew I could cook. I just, I made like the same few <laughs> little three things. And now I'm just like, no, these are things that enjoy, you know, figuring out how to save money mm-hmm. and traveling. Traveling is yes. a huge thing. I just got my passport this year. I was actually scheduled Woo-hoo. to go to Italy tomorrow. Isn't that crazy? Oh my <laughs> yes. gosh. The Lord is faithful <laughs> and he shut that thing down. But yes, we had, uh, <laughs> we have plans to travel to Italy tomorrow. And so that's not happening at this time. That will be rescheduled. But what I love is that I put things in place so that I could be ready to do so. You know, we got our passport, mm-hmm. you know, we got the things ready. Mm-hmm. I had always, I used to say, guys, truth. I would always tell my girls, I ain't going out of the country until I get married. Like, I'm not doing <laughs> that. I'm not going on any romantic trips because my perception was that 
going out of the country was romantic and that it was special. Now, don't get it twisted. Mm. It, it is going <laughs> to be special and it is going to be romantic. But I started to think like, wait a minute, my husband may be a world traveler. What if he's been all around the world? I got to have a few places on my, you know, my passport. Right. And a my few, uh, like at right. least a few, you know, and, and when we go again, because I am believing I will tra- it will still be special. And I just say that I'm being, you know, humorous, but the reality is, is don't limit the things that you're able to do as a single woman because you feel like you can't do it until you get a partner, until you get a husband. And, or if you're a man listening to this podcast, until you get a wife, explore the world, get to know you, love you. I brought my house. I thought for sure, I'm not going to buy a house until I'm married. Listen, I would have been still somewhere renting because your girl ain't married yet. Like, and I'm thankful mm-hmm. I brought my house three years ago. My house is gorgeous. I love that my home is a host home, not only for my friends and family, but this is a, this is a place where the Lord can come. He can dwell with me. And I, I'm just super, super excited yeah. about that. And so I want to just share, um, ask you to share this part, sis, because I think we can't talk about being single and not talk about being intentional with being pure in our sexual life. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times people are not talking about that. And it's assumed that, you know, we're all waiting until we're married. And while that's the assumption and that's the hope, that's unfortunately not the reality. Now, I don't say that to condemn anybody, because if you are following and you listen to my podcast, I did a a long podcast about overcoming sexual sin. That was an area of Mm -hmm. struggle for me. And I thank God that he has allowed me to come out of that and be able to walk freely and be able to live Mm -hmm. without shame or without guilt. Thank you, Jesus. And I have no desire Mm -hmm. or intention of going back, but that is not without being intentional. And so I want to just shift a little Mm -hmm. bit. And I think it's important that we talk about that. I didn't put that in our outline. I realized it, but we can't not talk. There's no way we can escape that part. And so I just want to share a little bit. And listen, you can chime in too, whatever comfort level. Ladies, Mm -hmm. this is not the time to be having um, an overnight guest. This is not the time to do a lot of Netflixing for extended periods of time because we know that the spirit, it is Mm -hmm. willing. Our flesh, it is weak. And the Bible tells us not to put any confidence in his flesh. And it is my hope, my desire, and my prayer for all of us as women of God that we will present our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto the Lord, which a reasonable Mm -hmm. service. Like, y'all, I'm so excited to know that the next man who sees my body is my husband. Like, I never used to think about things like that because for me, I used sex as a band-aid. I was trying to fill voids and I just wanted to feel like I was accepted. I wanted to feel like I was loved. And maybe you're on this podcast and you're like, that's not my issue, Danielle. I'm still holding, I'm still preserving myself until I meet my husband. And for you, sis, I want to say you go, girl. Like, listen... Sexual purity, it yes. is still possible. Abstinence, it is still <laughs> purity. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is still possible. Celibacy, it is still possible. But we see in the world, like, everybody's doing it. Everybody is not doing it. And I just want you to know that you have a squad mm-hmm. of women who are believing in you. We're praying for you. That you absolutely can tell that person, no, no, you can't come over now. Or sometimes you got to just turn your phone off because you may not have the power to say no. And if you answer, you might say yes because you felt bad about saying no or whatever. And I just think it's important to share that because not only do we put ourselves at risk of things like sexual, um, sexual, sexually transmitted diseases and, you know, unwanted mm-hmm. pregnancies and all those Don't things. I mean, you guys, yes, if you absolutely. read my book, which is a great resource, My Heart, My Responsibility, A Single Woman's Guide to Waiting, I share my story very openly and transparency, transparently about that. So please get the book as another resource. 
But the Lord, in addition to those things, the Lord wants us to have pure joy. He wants us to have freedom and liberty. And we cannot have that when we're doing things that we know are displeasing to the Lord. Now, of course, there are things that we do. We're like, ah, I didn't really think about that, Lord. I know that that hurt the Lord. But sex is one of those things where we know that this hurts the Lord. We know that this does not honor him. And so I just want to encourage you all, wherever you are, be intentional about that. Be intentional and be honest with yourself about how you're feeling. When you're having moments where you're feeling sexually arousing, you're feeling heightened, we call it, if you're feeling horny, let me just say it like I say it. If you feel like that, that's <laughs> not the blank. time yeah. to be, you know, calling, <laughs> oh boy, to just want to hang out or want to have a game night. And it's just like, let's be wise, let's be realistic, and let's be real with ourselves because we're human beings. Now, when you get married, have all the fun you want. Like, listen, explore. Look yes. for now until that time comes. Know that you are worth the wait and know that the Lord, he has great things for us. And so I just wanted to share that since you can chime in, you can say anything you want on that if you feel comfortable. I know we didn't put that in your outline, but you're welcome to share anything you like. Well, just to piggy, kind of piggyback off of what, what you said, I think you touched on a great deal of it, but ideally it comes down to those boundaries. You have to make you know, you have to have those boundaries in place. Like, we're not saying, oh, you can't date and go out and do things with people, but the overnights and the game nights, because ideally, you know what that's going to lead to. And if you don't, <laughs> then you only can imagine because you shouldn't have people laying in your bed anyway and doing all these things. So just simply having those boundaries in place and just trusting God and knowing that, you know, this too shall pass. Like, you're not going to be in a single state yeah. forever. And actually, to the contrary, we'll be. I believe that I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be married longer than I was single. That's what I'm believing. Yes, I'm believing that I'm gonna be married longer than I (laughs) was single. And so, it's worth that. It is absolutely worth the wait, y'all. And again, we're all adults, and if you have your own home, you're gonna do whatever you want to do. That's your business. But I believe you're here today Mm -hmm. because you want to have some practical tools and tips. And so, the practical tool and tip is to, you know know yourself and be true to who you are and be honest with you and be honest with the Lord. Like, listen, we have a high priest that can be touched by the feelings of our infirmities for in all points, he was tempted yet without sin. Everything that we deal with and we can go to the Mm -hmm. Lord. He is our father. He cares about us. And I think once we realize that the Lord, he cares about us and we can talk to him like a father Ooh, life just becomes mm-hmm. so sweet, Ladisha. That is when I really started to enjoy my single life instead of being like, Lord, when is my husband coming? It was just like, okay, Lord, my husband yes. isn't here yet, but you said that you withhold no good thing from me when I walk up right before you. So guess what? I guess that means that mm-hmm. it's not time for him to be here yet because you're not going to keep him from me. And when it is the right time for my husband to come, bam, he will be there and it will be clear and it will be evident. Mm-hmm. He will be a mighty man of God and the brother will be fine. Listen, I... Yes, he will. Yes. Come on, Jesus. Everybody who knows me knows <laughs> yes, that I have a hair thing. He is preparing him. Preparing him. <laughs> yes, oh, I have I have a that. thing for hair. And so um, the Lord, he knows. <laughs> I, I just, you know, I'm excited because the Lord, he, he's not going to just give us any old thing. But like, here, take that. No, he's going to give us the mm-hmm. kind of meal that we desire. He's going to prepare for us, y'all. It is worth mm-hmm. it. But in this season, while we're waiting for it, how are you serving the Lord? How are you giving your gifts and your talents to your community, to your family, to the people that are in need? Mm-hmm. And so I'm just, 
I'm excited about sharing that. The last question I wanted to ask you, sis, was how are you becoming your best while you're waiting for God to send you his best? How are you becoming that? Like, what are you doing? I know you said you're working out and you're reading, but anything else that you want to share on how you're becoming your best for God so that he can have you be ready to receive his best? Absolutely. One of the main things, and I had to really learn this, I had to be honest with myself. I had to be able to look myself in the mirror and say, okay, this is where I am. Um, And it kind of goes along with the self-awareness. But what I learned is that whatever you don't reveal, you can't heal from. And so I had to reveal to myself, like, yes, I'm hurt. Yes, I'm broken. Yes, I'm all of these things. But Lord, I trust you. And I know that you can get me out of this. And so I solely had to spend more time with God. And I know that may sound, you know, so cliche, but literally I had to spend more time with God. I had to be in my word because I realized like during this single, my single season, this is something I can't get myself out Mm -hmm. solely by myself. And then also another thing that um, I'm doing right now is I had to seek positive influences and mentors. I, I was always the type of person that I never wanted to tell people my problems. I always wanted to look like I had everything together. But deep down inside, I was so broken and hurt. And so seeking those mentors and people that I that can pour into me and that I feel comfortable sharing my story with, they kind of gave me a different perspective to look at things. So like my mentor, she's like, okay, well, we're not focusing on our relationship right now. But like, what about um, our debt? What are we doing in our career? What are we doing in our spiritual life? So it gives you a different focus and a different perspective on things to look at outside of your relationship until you know, you're ready and God sends you that person that you've been looking for. Um, And then like just spending more time with my friends, like let's do, let's go to brunch. Let's do more things together and people that are in the same space as me, because ideally we're learning from one another so that we all can be better because ideally we're all searching for the same thing in the end. And we know that God wants to give us that Mm -hmm. abundant life, but we have to be patient and just trust, trust the process and the timing of our lives and know that, it is it's on, on its way. way. And we have to just simply believe that it's on its I way. I love that. You know, I remember many years ago, I had this vision of a big old tow truck and it was coming towards me. And I know that sounds like it would be scary. Like, oh, something's coming towards you. But I, I thought of the scripture that says, blessings will chase you down and will overtake you. And I feel like whatever you desire, it also desires you. And it's coming for you. It's coming for mm. you, ladies. Like whatever you desire, we know that the Lord tells us in his word that he will give us the desires of our heart when we delight ourselves in him and that's what mm-hmm. he wants he wants us to be delighted in him and he's like oh you want that i got that seek you first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and all those other things are going to be added to us like they're so it's so exciting to know that yeah. my main priority right now is seeking him and i, I agree with you says you know people think oh it sounds like mm-hmm. a cliche like oh we'll just seek the lord but no if we are intentional ladies about mm-hmm. this time of seeking the lord we will not lose We will not lose in our career. We will Mm -hmm. not lose in our finances. We will not lose in our future endeavors. We will not lose in our current situation. He will give us the victory in every area when we seek him. And so I'm just, I'm excited about that. I'm finally excited about being a single woman. I'm excited about what he has for me to do right now and the liberty of my time that I have to do it. I can go and I can care for my nephews. I have five great nephews. There's two sets of twins and one single child. And I can go and I can spend time with them. I was never able to do that as much because I was so focused on the relationships I was in and caring for, you know, their family and being mm-hmm. involved in 
in their family affairs, which there's nothing wrong with it. But I was blindsided by the fact that my own family needed something that I had to deposit into them, which was my encouragement or my love or my even my discipline for them in a way that I do it. You know, they need to hear from Auntie Danielle. And so I love that my children, my my children, come on, Jesus. Yes, <laughs> I love that. My yes, great Lord. Yes. are getting to have a relationship <laughs> with me and I get to care for them. It is helping me to prepare for my future children. It's helping me to prepare and to understand the level of patience and tolerance that will be required when I have my own. And so, you know, y'all, I pray that in this time that we will be, that we will enjoy it, that we will love the time, that we will reach out and we'll build new connections. And since I do, I hope I'm going to sing. I hope that you'll come over for tacos and you'll meet my friends. And I just, I just thank you guys for tuning in. Since you have any last words that you want to share with the ladies before we get ready to go, because it's about to be taco time. <laughs> yes. No, I just want to encourage you ladies to just trust God and know that his favor and grace changes everything in the life of the righteous woman. So keep being righteous keep trusting him and keep loving him and believing that your time is absolutely the vision is for appointed time and though it may tarry wait for it wait for it y'all wait for Mm -hmm. oh it's gonna be so good wait for it wait for it sis (laughs) wait for it it's gonna be so 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 good oh thank you father thank you jesus lord i pray for the single women to this call god i pray that you would Pour out your spirit upon them, Father. I pray that you would encourage them. I pray that you would comfort them, God. Even right now, Lord, I pray that you know the need. That you would feel it, God. You are the great I am. And whatever we stand in need of, you are that, God. Nobody can top you. Nobody can do what you do, Father. So thank you for just being amazing, God. Thank you for being so real to us, God, in this real time. Thank you, Lord, that as we lift you up high, God, that you will draw us to you, God. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your peace and your joy. Oh, God, we are so thankful to know you, Father. We're not just single women who are out here by ourselves, God. We got you, and we know that with you, Lord, we are able to do all things, God. We know that with you, oh, God, there's nothing that can stand against us, not the spirit of loneliness, not the spirit of lust. Nothing can stand against us, God. And so I thank you, Father, for being everything that we need and in the right time, God, to have whatever you'll have us to do, whether it be marriage, a new business career, a business endeavor, a new book, a new product, God, we will be ready, God, because we give you our yes. We obey to you now, God, and we thank you, Father, in Jesus' name, amen. Thank y'all so much for tuning in today with your girl, Danielle Marie. You've listened to Moments with me and my girlfriend, LaDasia, my sister, who I can't wait to meet. Thank you all so much. Love you. Stay encouraged. And we can't wait to hear more about all the good things that are happening with you. Bye. Bye.